It's Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. As an entrepreneur, you started your business to follow your passion and not to spend your evenings doing bookkeeping. That's why Vancouver's podcast uses Legacy Advantage. Let me tell you, they are a great CPA-level bookkeeping firm. Let Legacy take the bookkeeping task off your hands so you can have more time to pursue your dreams. You will get peace of mind knowing that the bookkeeping is done and the tax authorities are off your back. Visit LegacyAdvantage.ca and if you mention that you came from Vancouver's podcast, they will give you a $100 credit to apply towards your first month. You simply can't beat that. Hello, this is Robert Smigel coming to you today with a Vancouver's podcast, a member of the Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen here in Vancouver, British Columbia. Halia Amershi is a technologist and visionary with over 20 years of international experience. She is currently the CEO and founder of AskAtechie.com, a tech talent 2.0 marketplace that intelligently matches companies with vetted top-tier technical talent best suited for their urgent technology needs so that they can grow their business faster. Since they launched in 2017, Ask has bootstrapped their way to six figures in sales and they were also selected to participate in the Canadian Technology Accelerator in Silicon Valley. Aliyah is also a director at the Founder Institute in Vancouver. Well, Aliyah, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time today to be here for all our listeners. Thanks so much, Robert, for having me. I'm super excited. Great. Okay, I want you to tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you're from, and give us the details on your current business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a little bit about my story. I'm originally from Vancouver, but I've been living uh, multiple places my whole life. Um, so I started, I guess, you know, coding back in the day when I was a kid, and just like way before. Google and Facebook days. Um, I went on to do my degree in computer science at EBC and then worked as a software engineer, tech lead, and IT manager um, at places like Electronic Arts here in Vancouver, uh, Codemasters in England, and Viacom Networks in New York. Um, and then one of the last, I guess, mega projects that I worked on in New York was called the Nick App, and we won an Emmy. Um, and then I made my way back to Vancouver a couple years ago uh, to pursue my passion of starting my own business, which is Ask a Techie. Um, and like you said, we intelligently match companies with vetted top-tier technical talent that's best suited for their urgent uh, project needs so that they can grow faster. So basically, we're um, you could, could think of us as a full-service tech concierge that combines IT consulting with matchmaking and recruiting all in one. And right now we're focused on the premium grade technology services space, uh, specifically blockchain, backend development, AI, that sort of stuff. 
And then we are also introducing technology workshops um, for non-tech founders as a way to figure out what their technology needs are. Um, and then that way we can better match them with the right talent to get their uh, idea off the ground. Okay, now we know that you bootstrapped this company, but how are you currently making money in your business now? Uh, yeah, so our business operates such that much uh, similar to other marketplace models out there, for all the projects that close, uh, we take anywhere from a 15 to 20% cut of the total project value. So that's pretty standard for marketplace models. Okay. Now, what is the long-term vision, and what will your company look like in the future? Do you see the company expanding into other areas and where beyond Vancouver, BC, or even Canada? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've always had a global um, mindset and a billion-dollar startup dream right from the get-go. Um, so I'm a dream-big and um, action-oriented type person. So the grand vision here is not to just build another like marketplace or technology marketplace. It's really actually to build an AI-powered marketplace engine that would be used to drive all marketplaces um, in multiple verticals. So not just tech, but like in legal or accounting or finance, that sort of stuff. Okay, well, we've learned a little bit about you, and we've learned a little bit about your company, but we want to talk about Vancouver now. Sure. What are the biggest benefits for you and being an entrepreneur here in Vancouver, BC? I want you to give us some of the good points about starting a company here, but I also want you to give us some of the tough things or challenges for our listeners so they can keep an eye out for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I compare Vancouver a lot to New York because I was in New York for almost seven years, and that's like you know, a mega metropolis. Um, so Vancouver is a great micro tech startup hub. Um, it's an amazing place to kind of like get your idea and business off the ground at a lower cost compared to New York. Um, and it's a good way to just like test things out, um, train yourself, train, uh, get the training you need on your business, see what works, what doesn't. Um, and then from here, you know, that's where you can then start maybe taking your business elsewhere. Um, so that's the good thing. Um, and then I guess on the maybe other side of things, again, comparing it to New York and the mentality there, is that people here think small, and I've always thought big, hence why, um, you know, living there um, worked really well. So. You know, when I talk about I want to build a billion-dollar business, I think that kind of shocks a lot of people, but that's okay. I like to be unconventional anyways. Um, and uh, also a lot of times people here are in Vancouver quite risk-averse. They want to see, like, you know, proof um, and execution as opposed to just um, ideas and that sort of stuff. So that's, um, that's maybe on the on the downside of things here in Vancouver. Okay, now we do some of our best work outside the office. Is there a place in the lower mainland close to where you live or work where you like to go recharge or get inspired with ideas or just think about your business? And does it change with the season considering all the rain we get here? Oh yeah, it is rain, Vancouver, right? Yeah. Um, 
Vancouver is absolutely beautiful and stunning. Um, you know, I really love my apartment, <laughs> let's just say, and I specifically, uh, my I work out of my apartment, and yes, I think the way a lot of tech startup founders operate, but my, I chose an apartment that had a spectacular view of the whole entire city um, and, and a 360 view. So then that allows me every morning um, I make sure to appreciate my place and the beauty of Vancouver um, and even step out on my balcony to just breathe the fresh air and, and you know, start my day as maybe one of my many morning rituals, appreciating everything that I have so far. Okay. Now we have a lot of international listeners. So this next question, I want you to speak to them. Yeah. Okay. If you were to start all over again and you just moved here to Vancouver, BC, but this time you don't know anyone knowing what you know now, what would you do and how would you go about starting all over again as an entrepreneur? Um, so I think, um, okay. Was there two questions there? I guess like no. kind of how. Yeah. So to- yeah, just imagine, I want you to imagine you're, you've just yeah. landed on your, in an airplane. You've just, you're driving down Oak street and you want to yeah. start a business. Where are you thinking? What, what are you focused on right now? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, what I would do, I, I would have just, uh, launched something faster. Um, I think a lot of times people, including myself, spend a lot of time, thinking about things, talking to people, learning, all that sort of stuff. Um, and, you know, including myself probably spending too long doing all of that when I should have, I think, honestly launched something way faster and just learn from talking to potential customers directly because as soon as we launched, the business evolved so much and we learned so much just by, like, having something out there, even if it wasn't bit perfect. Um, and so that's kind of what I would do differently. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit about your routine. What does the first hour look like for you when you get up in the morning? You already did mention about the, the beautiful view, but do you have a specific routine or a ritual that helps you get motivated to start your day? Oh yeah. I'm all about morning rituals. I mean, that's something I write about and talk about a lot. Um, I'm actually one of those odd people that actually make sure to spend two to three hours on my morning rituals. Um, And that's why I guess I have to wake up earlier to do that. Um, But one of the most important things beyond appreciation um, is meditation and meditating for 20 minutes. Um, That is uh, something that's really important to just get into the zone and kind of like you know, take on the day, whatever may come my way. Um, I call my mornings actually empowerment mornings and I have like 20 rituals that I got to do. Um, but I'll, I'll name the top like three or something like that. So I talked about meditation, appreciation, a couple other things that I love to do is, um, having my bulletproof coffee. So I really got into that whole, uh, craze. That's a good way to kind of get a lot of like your energy um, and some nutrients in first thing in the morning. Um, and then again, it's all about just, yeah, maximizing your energy right from the morning. So I do some yoga stretches as well. So yeah, all of those things are part of my daily morning rituals. 
Okay, do you think entrepreneurs have to be weird or unique in a positive way or are wired differently? Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, Steve Jobs always talked about it's the crazy ones that, you know, will change the world and I guess are entrepreneurs because to be able to, it takes a really special type of person to be able to handle getting rejected continuously or maybe even daily and then to be living in you know kind of a level of poverty in some ways and living in uncertainty for like and we're not talking about months but maybe for like years and still you know having the drive and passion and optimism to continue and um, push through um, and having that level of conviction that you're going to make it uh, not many people can even do that for like a few months so you see a lot of times like on people who might want to consider entrepreneurship they quit within like six months or something um, and this is something that you got to like at least be in the game for a minimum of three years it's all about persistence isn't it absolutely okay what books are you reading now and why or even audiobooks and can you recommend any books for our listeners who are also aspiring entrepreneurs? Absolutely. Um so I really love audiobooks. Having um getting into audiobooks completely changed my life. I'm able to now get through one book a week. Um and there's so and I and there's so many amazing books out there. Um I like books that you know, um, inspire me to think big and think out of the box. So one of the classics is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, that's like, I think, a book every, you know, entrepreneur that thinks big needs to read. Um, along with From Zero to One by Peter Thiel. Um, that was an awesome book. And then uh, David and Goliath by Malcolm Gladwell. So those are some of my favorite books for sure. Any online or offline tools that you like to use on a daily basis? Um, oh, yeah. I mean, one of my favorite tools uh, that I always rave about and I did even a blog about was, is called Wonderlist. Um, I'm all about, you know, making lists and keeping track of everything. Uh, it's such a great tool to just be able to do that and organize your life. And um, and not only kind of like use it as a to-do daily list, but like a list of like, you know, setting up your goals for the month or like for the year or your morning rituals that you got to get through. So there's so many ways to make the most of that. Um, so that's like that's one of my favorite tools for sure. Okay. Now, as you mentioned earlier, Vancouver is a very beautiful place to live and work. And there's so much to do here. We've got the mountains, lakes, rivers, parks, you name it, we've got it. How do you balance work and how do you relax and not even think about work? And what are your favorite activities to do here in BC? Do you ski, do you bike, kayak, golf, hike, or simply go for a drive? Yeah. Um, so I'm one of an odd, I'm an odd Vancouver, right? I um, don't really do any of those things except for maybe I will uh actually I will bike ride along Stanley Park during the summer so that's definitely uh, a must um but 
what I like about Vancouver, I, do, uh, I explore Vancouver a different way. So less outdoorsy, but more about the culture community. Um, and so I love exploring all the different food, like foods and restaurants and cuisines. And Vancouver is actually known for that too. So there's so many, especially living downtown, you there's just so much great food out here from all the types of different cultures. And that's one of my favorite pastimes to do. Okay, if you weren't doing what you do now, what would you like to do for a profession? Uh, if I wasn't an entrepreneur? Or working uh, with Ask a Techie or anything like that, technology-based. Oh. Well, basically, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. And so if it wasn't Ask a Techie, I literally had 20 business ideas. And I'd probably come up with a business idea like every week or something. So if it wasn't this idea, um, there's like, you know, several other ideas I would be pursuing. And if it's not one of my own ideas, I would be, uh, I would join a, another tech startup and, um, and help them build their idea being like acting as maybe like a product owner and visionary and, um, that sort of stuff for sure. So if you're coming up with a lot of different business ideas, where do you, what do you do with them? Do you pass them on or you throw them, uh, put them into the archives? What do you do? Like if you're coming up with so many ideas, yeah. what, do, what do you do with these? Like you, obviously you don't want them to get away. So is there? Absolutely. Well, I, I put them on my wonder list <laughs> and then I go to godaddy.com um, or Batsy or whatever. And I buy whatever.com for that business because, you know, um, I do plan once this first business, Ask a Techie, is super successful and I sell it. Um, I'm going to pursue one of these next businesses. Um, so it is going to, like, you know, manifest uh, sooner or later. Um, so there's that. And then I guess, you know, post Ask a Techie, I mean, my goal is to also be um, a public speaker. So, you know, I guess if I wasn't a business owner or entrepreneur, that's another thing I would be doing as well kind of being like a Tony Robbins or something like that. What kind of a job would you not like to do? Couldn't do it. Oh, um, anything. Well, you know, I, I worked in the corporate world for so long. So yeah, I don't think I can work a corporate nine to five job at a major enterprise. Um, but so there's that or just any job that doesn't like, that doesn't require, you know, um, brain power to do. Like I, I just can't, I need something that is creative and challenges me, um, intellectually and is mind stimulating. So yeah. Okay. In business, what is your favorite word, quote, or sentence that you like to use? Uh, yeah. So there's a cut. I have so many quotes. I got like my quote list too. <laughs> um, but two of my favorites is that, uh, one, so the first one is pain is temporary quitting lasts forever. Um, and then the other one is luck comes at the intersection of hard work and opportunity. Okay. What is your least favorite word or sentence you do not like to hear? Oh, let's see. Least favorite, like people say, they'll just, uh, I hate it when people say like, oh, you know, that's not my job or that's not my fault or, you know, something like that. Like 
anything that revolves around not taking ownership for something that is my least favorite and and playing that victim mentality also uh yeah that's what it would be okay if you had to pick one or two words to describe yourself what would it be and why um so visionary for sure um and um passionate um so visionary i think maybe just from our conversation is that i just have so many ideas and dreams that i can't even like contain myself um and so uh and i've got you know a grand vision for my own business so there's that and then um passionate uh just because you know um passion slash positive uh let's put that together um just because you know i think most people who have gone through the amount of rejection i've gone through with my business would not have been able to survive um and so it requires a lot of passion and positivity to to continue and that's what some that's what that's what people will always say to me all the time as well so yeah okay so you have a, a thick skin you're able to kind of persevere even though you've had the rejection and everything which is really critical for an entrepreneur right yes for sure okay what keeps you up at night if anything um you know i think um let's see you know i i'm one of those like again odd folks that I'm actually able to sleep well at night now. Um, I used to worry a lot before, but I think ever since I started meditating um, and just kind of focusing on having optimal health, I just know that having a good sleep is so important. Um, so if I do, if I am, if I am not able to sleep, it's only because I'm so excited about maybe a new idea or prospect or some big, exciting meeting or event the next day that it would be something positive perhaps that might keep me up because of the sheer excitement of it but then luckily because i've got so much adrenaline because of that i don't get tired the next day so uh so yeah that's what it would be okay i want you to give us the top three things on your inspired life list this could be if you want to travel more tedx talk philanthropy write a book anything like that Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so, um, I guess it's given, but I'll just say it anyways, is to become a super successful billionaire startup founder, number one. Um, number two is to be, you know, uh, like a, an empowerment speaker slash public speaker slash thought leader like Tony Robbins, Oprah, Tim Ferriss, um, you know, all, all of these awesome people out there um, sharing their advice and inspiring others. Um, and then um, and then number three would be to also be um, a, an angel investor myself. Um, so that and I would, you know, focus on helping other female tech startup founders uh, get off the ground and just give them that support um 
that they definitely need. And so, yeah, those would be the three goals of mine um, that I want to achieve. Okay. Now, do you have any advice that you may have received that you can pass on to entrepreneurs throughout BC? Um, yeah. So some of the um, advice is that, you know, uh, it's a combination of like maybe advice I've gone from like mentors, advisors from reading books and from my own experience. So let's just say it's all from all of the above. Um, so I think a lot of times, so I would say you don't always have to follow the conventional ways of starting a business. Like in my case, I had no funding and um, no like co-founding team and no uh, advanced technology to be able to launch my business, get customers, generate six figures in sales, which only like the top 10% of female founders are able to do. So that's pretty unconventional. I think a lot of times people think they need all three of those things to start a business when you know, you necessarily, I mean, you don't necessarily need all that. Um, and then the other thing is just, yeah, I feel like it's a, a lot um, of thing, a lot of uh, what it takes to be a good entrepreneur is all about having the good entrepreneur mindset. So I like to call it, you know, the three P's and you can probably interchange them, but it's like patience, persistence, positivity, you know, you can interchange it with passion, perseverance, all of that sort of stuff. So yeah, that would be some of the advice. Okay. Aliyah, are you ready to have some fun? Sure. Okay, well, as you know, entrepreneurs are very, very busy people, and we're always connected, whether it be with clients, staff, you name it, we were always on the go. We're going to take you away from all that. There's a small tropical island just off of Fiji that only has one phone booth there. There is no internet. This place does exist, by the way. We're going to drop you off there. You won't have a computer or a smartphone or a tablet. You can use the phone booth located there any time to call the boat. We'll come pick you up. How long would you last before you made that call? And what would you do while you were there? Uh, that's an interesting and good question. Um, how long could I last? Uh, you know, um, I think I could really just last a day, um, 24 hours maybe. Um, so that would be good. And I guess what I would do is just all the self care stuff because I'm really huge on that. So I'd like meditate and I don't know if I, if I have some pen and paper or maybe I write in the sand. I would do that. I'd do my yoga. I'd, I'd appreciate nature and beauty um, and just kind of get one with my self and I guess the higher power and nature itself. So yeah, I could do that for about 24 hours. Just to chill out and you'd be calling the boat after 24 hours saying, I'm good, come get me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're gonna wrap things up here. How can our listeners get hold of you? And is there anything you'd like to add before you leave us today? Uh, yeah, so you know, um, if anybody, you can get a hold of me for multiple things. If you want to get some advice of how to get your business off the ground and um, maybe uh, get that mentorship, um, I'm happy to take a call with somebody. Um, or, you know, of course, if you are looking, uh, you know, 
uh, for some tech talent or are interested in our technology workshops to just get your idea off the ground, um, then yeah, please contact me um, by email, which would be Aliyah, um, A-L-I-Y-A, at askatechie.com, which is A-S-K-A-T-E-C-H-I-E.com. Okay. Great. Okay, Aliyah, thank you for coming on the show. I've learned a lot about you, and I'm sure our listeners have as well. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Robert. Great. Okay, we'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Hey there. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes, and then connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Canada's Podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.